It's time for Who Watch Time and Relative Blackness in Space. It's Bayana, Connie, and Robin coming to you live from the Time Vortex. Today, we're discussing episode three of Doctor Who season 11, Rosa. In this episode, the Doctor can't control the TARDIS, Yaz is Mexican, and Ryan saves the day. And crackers. Lots of crackers. We just poof to the dust. Just a, just a... Actually, actually, yes, you're right, Robin. This whole episode had a lot of... Full of crackers. A lot of crackers. <laughs> like, yo, why did I not, like, just new flavors, flavors of crackers? You know why did I not even, like, my brain didn't even go there? That's crazy. Wow. It's yeah. all of the crackers. I'm disappointed yeah. in myself. Okay. Um, so, Bye. for any new listeners, because we got a lot of... Uh, <laughs> followers um oh, we, right. avoid, <laughs> we avoid it started because we avoid talking about graham because he doesn't really need to be here it should have been all about grace um so we have you know some substitute names for graham graham cracker but then well, in this particular like, I episode say, i say graham graham who and then bayana <laughs> being like ritz trisket cheese it and now all the crackers are named that's yeah. So, um, you know, if you don't hear Graham's name after this intro, um, it might be because uh, there are some synonyms. Don't know her. But in this particular episode, <laughs> just um, there's just a lot of saltines happening. Old saltines. Old saltines. Fifty-year-old saltines. Like, futuristic saltines. Just you know, you know running rampant. Everything. All over the place. All over the place. The one thing, and we'll get like more into the details of this uh, actual episode, but it, I went to Montgomery when I was younger because my grandfather's from there. Hmm. And I remember just being like side-eyeing the place. And this was in like the n- early 90s when I went. And like he took me around and we went to... We went to, like, we were in Mobile, and then we were in Montgomery, and we went to, like, the church that was bombed and, like, all of these sites, which I think is, like, a weird thing because I think my grandfather was, like, let's show Robin, like, the history of the Civil Rights Movement, but the history of the Civil Rights Movement is traumatic as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, where, like, bigger things happen, and I just was, like, I hate this town, <laughs> like, yeah. and immediately, and, like, it was, it doesn't look, actually, like, the cars are more modern and, like, all that stuff, but it looks very similar when you go to Montgomery it still has that kind of it's not a big city you know so like yeah. it doesn't it still looks like that very similar you can see you can just very right. easily it hasn't updated very much yeah be transported back to what it would like in the in the uh late 50s early 60s and so when it opened when this episode opened um and I was just like oh I hate that <laughs> 
nothing had even happened yet. And like, obviously we were all, we talked about it on, on the last um, episode and we've been talking about it online. Like we were all like nervous about this episode mm-hmm. and like, I just started off and I was like, I hope I can like still see this episode. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, it come in hot. Like, yeah. I was going to say, but, and I feel like maybe we should talk about it now because I don't know that I put, it was something I thought about, but I don't know that I put it on the agenda. Just about like, so obviously like we have been advocates for Doctor Who um, addressing race, but I definitely was feeling some, like my, my body was like really tense and it wasn't <laughs> to do with like, are they going to do it right? It was more like I'm seeing, the, like it's anytime I see any kind of like, civil right like i haven't seen selma for this reason and i haven't watched fruitvale station in part because i'm from oakland but like for the same reason because like i just know that like my personal like well-being is just like i can't like i like at some point like there are not to say that i haven't seen any of those things now and especially seeing like like her on the bus and it's all like deserted and just all that tension right there and like Mm -hmm seeing the cop at that one moment where they're like Ugh. in the cuts and I was just like my my like body like had like a visceral reaction to that yeah um that was separate from like <laughs> how I felt about the episode on its own you know what I mean so I and think we it's like kind of like talked about that a little because uh you know we're now obviously we're, we like each other <laughs> since we do this podcast together we like we're we talk when we watch the show as well it's not like this is our first conversation about it and there is something too about the amount of media that like, like we don't have that many stories. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's getting a lot better now, but like we don't have that many stories that we can go to. And the vast majority of the stories that we have are based around that time period and based in that kind of like that struggle and overcoming or the, the, the fight. Mm -hmm. And so it, it is also just a like it's a part of why you don't you know why you wouldn't go see Selma like why like I could totally understand that why people like after twelve years of slaves came out people were like all right enough because we've had roots we've had this like mm-hmm. how many how much and more- like and my thing is is like I definitely think that those stories have a place and should be told right because I think that yeah. we also have not scratched the surface of those stories for me it's that. for me it's like a personal self care situation as opposed to a, like they should make these things same, it's same, like a same. personal like I may still see Selma I'm not saying I'll never see it it's just like at the time when it was coming out I was like personally I don't think I can personally do this right but I also do want to say that it's an interesting thing because like we're watching it. And I'm like, we did ask for this. <laughs> I literally and, wrote an article asking for it. And also, and not just like this specifically, but also just thinking about like ways that the show should and can reckon with racism without it always having to be this. Mm-hmm. So I think one of my things was very much like, I think this episode was really well done and it, you know, it should, should have been done, should have been done at this point. It's been like over yeah. 50 years, but like I, also am interested to see the where it or like when or if it will be addressed in episodes where that's not the focal point (laughs) which i'm not which i don't have a lot of hope for but i think that that would be when that would be when i'm like a fit when i'm like fully like okay they know how to because i think that like like especially if you have people of color as companions like it's not like that goes away Right, and I think that they kind of acknowledge that it doesn't go away. They did a good job in an episode acknowledging that it doesn't go away, both like in the past, present, and apparently in the future as well. Mm -hmm. So, like, 
they did that, but then now I'm like, okay, what does that look like moving forward for the show as a whole, if that makes sense? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think my thing that I've wanted is less of this, like, very special episode, which, I like, I agree with you. I think it, they did a good job. But, like, this was a, you know, like, that conversation that Yaz and Ryan have when they're hiding, and we'll get more to it. Um, and he's talking about how it still exists, and Yaz is talking about, like, yes, but, like, Look at the progress. Like, yes, we still have to deal with crap, but what we have to deal with is way less than what they're dealing with here. And hopefully in the future, 50 years into the future, it'll be even even better. And so there's there's this arc of history as long as we've been towards justice. What I've been hoping for is more of those moments like we got but they did really wrong with Martha when we for the Shakespeare code, but then they like kind of fixed with um with Bill when they go back for that the monster under the sea, whatever, which is an acknowledgement, the nice, yes, which is an acknowledgement that, like, these things were there. And then I also want to see in the future and in the past, just like it, just that it's not colorblind, right? Like that it is, and and I don't want it to be the center of an episode because I think that's kind of where we are at in the world right now where, I mean, well, <laughs> we were. <laughs> Feels like we're just sliding back to the, you know, 50s. But yeah. where, when, when I was growing up, I guess more, until kind of recently where it's become more blatant, it was this under the surface thing where you were always feeling like there's like this, ga- this everyday gaslighting and that's what I would really like them to address especially when going into like into the past, but into the future, if you're going to be in on earth, then there are like, people are going to react to Ryan differently to Yaz differently Mm -hmm. than they react. And I do really, I really appreciated the doctor being like, go back to the TARDIS. I I can get away with a lot more here. Mm -hmm. I think. And to me, that was one because she was, she recognizes that she was white, but also that she was recognizing that she was a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a white woman is like the safest thing you could have been in Montgomery. <laughs> Clearly. Um, yeah. And so, and so I think that's where I'm at now. It's like, I'm glad that they did this episode, but now it's about the everyday kind of subtle racism. Mm-hmm. And also saying how they deal with how, how Yaz and Ryan deal with those things. Right. Because it's right. not always going to be some dude. It's not going to be some dude slap me. Now I'm trying, now I want to fight, but now yeah. I have to be held back. It's like little things where like they could even just look at each other and be like, <laughs> that would be all right so then and just move on. Right. But like, <laughs> like move on because it's like yet another check or like another tick on the yeah. long list of, Microaggressions, so it could very much just be a situation where somebody says some wild, like, but stuff, something that like Graham and 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 the doctor wouldn't notice. I I think the 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 thing too with with having Tosin Cole as Ryan is like, I do feel like he would get a lot more of like the boy people talking down like he's not smart, having yeah. to prove himself because there's he's he's darker skinned, yep. like he's younger. He has the dyspraxia, which if you're a little white, not a little white boy, that sounded really constant, but if you're a white person, you could say, like, I have dyspraxia and that makes me a little uncoordinated, blah, blah, blah. Like, people will be able to kind of separate that, or I would would assume that people would be able to separate, like, 
this disorder from like your mental capabilities. But if you, I've seen people be like, I am, I am dyslexic. And then having people slow down, like that's not what dyslexia is. Like (laughs) he didn't say he was stupid. He said he was dyslexic. Like, why are you, you know what I mean? That like you, that stuff happens. That's the kind of thing that I want to see addressed and done well. And I think that it's going to be, um, obviously difficult for that to happen just because it took obviously 55 years and the first black writer shout out to Mallory Blackman for writing Mm -hmm. this episode and doing a great job with it um but it took her all this you know it took all this time for us to get this big very special episode as you said and it would take the show hiring a person of color to write an episode not about a historical moment in the past. Because, as we know, upcoming, Vinnie Patel is going to be writing an episode about Yaz. And again, it's like set in, you know, Pakistan and has to do with partition. And like, it's, again, a very special episode about South Asians, which is, again, as with the black as with this black episode, very needed and like long overdue. But it's like, it's sort of, you know, this bang, bang, one, two, let's get these big yeah. episodes that are long overdue out of the way, which I understand. I, but then we have to see where they're going to take it in the future, which there. until they hire a, bla- a person of color to write an episode that doesn't have to have anything to do with race, mm-hmm. I don't see it happening. But. I mean, I guess cookies, you know, like, let's give these custard creams out for them right. getting to this point this far, um, yeah. which we don't, I don't really want to give them cookies for doing the bare minimum, but it's like, yeah. all right, but had time but after say, all this time. If, yeah, after all this <laughs> time, wanna, you have to. I want to say two things. This is also, this episode was uh, written and directed by two black people, so. But uh, like, also it was, it was, the, the, this episode was co-written. I want to, I want to also yes, address that. that is because, true. Yeah. Because of what Connie said about having a person of color write an episode that's a, just a regular, not a very special episode about this, mm-hmm. like, histor- history yeah. lesson. And she's written Doctor Who stuff before, so that's where I'm interested in, like, we hired you for the black stuff, the black well, parts of this episode. Well, it could be because I think she's primarily, like, a novel yes, she's writer a or, like, a book writer, so it could potentially um, be about the, like, format. I don't know for sure, right. but I, that could be part of it. Right. Um, the other thing I was going to say, too, is, like, I, I, I do think that this is the first episode, and, like, we've had episodes where like race was mentioned or like thin ice was supposed to be like the race episode it was literally or the whatever. most it had addressed and it, it until and it, this episode and it's like and i'm saying like comparison. this is the first time right and this is the first time that i <laughs> truly feel like that like the show has actually dealt with racism absolutely because i feel because yes. the because the thin ice which like if you go back we recapped that episode thin ice was very like on the, like re like rewatching it i still like it as an episode but like rewatching it i was like oh this is like just it's like very gimmicky it's like oh am i safe oh i don't know but you know i just it no, was no, the absolutely. bare minimum, and I wanted a cookie for doing the bare minimum. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's one of those, like, I'm going to acknowledge it up front. I'm going to punch a racist in the face. Look at me. Look at Doctor Who. We did this shit. Whereas, like, this one was like, no. Like, Ryan is legitimately unsafe. And the doctor is going to have to acknowledge that and be like, throughout the episode, while there's the every every single moment, they have to actually stand up to people (laughs) without like just oh I punched them in the face and now that was that one racist yeah Yeah. one person and not like I'm in a society where that's the case which it was Uh, in that episode also also, I think that the other thing same with Martha just to just to 
you know, come full yeah, circle. Like, part. you know, it was even less with Martha. And then they end the nice. It was mostly only to counter. Like, it really literally was a parallel to that scene. And they went like two inches deeper. And now we've gone like into the pool. <laughs> right. But I also think that like in, um, in the nice, it was. I punched this guy and like, woe is me, like, or look at me, yay. But it was also like, and and it was totally fine because in the in those times there would have been no pushback for that. Like here, the doctor did stand up for Ryan, but also had like this like we I can o- we can only stand up so far yeah. because they will like right it'll it's not mess up get all us out of us. this mm-hmm. right it's not just get us out of this situation. Um, it's get us out of the situation and allow to continue to be in the space and be safe because yeah. Like and, Rosie and I said says, it was the when climax, she, and it was sort of like it was over at that point, and then it was they over. Leave. No one, and no one came back and was like, "Oh, let me go find that in loving doctor and show him like how we do things here," which is what yeah. it would have been in Montgomery, Alabama, in nineteen fifty-five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which is, is what, what happens, yeah. Yeah, and that is around. also like what Rosa says is like Emmett Tilstrom was from the north, and look what happened to him, and mm-hmm. like, and then the cop comes and it's like, "Yes, you have to." It's not a oh, we deal with it, and then it's over, and we never have to deal with it again. It's a continu- you're under a continuous threat. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're in danger the entire time. You don't check one racist and then get to run around, yeah, which is right. what happened in Thin Ice. Yeah, yeah. and I think I, my thing is that I think we'll know the show is really ready to deal with this when it is something that happens in the future. Like, as you were saying, like it could, it would be great for them. And to be those something m- that happens in Britain. It can also be in the past, but it has to happen in, in Britain. Britain. Yeah. <laughs> a British show. And they can't. Right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And like, I, I appreciate them. Like in this case, it's, it is a little less because it's like, okay, they want to specifically talk about Rosa Parks and they've done historical figures on the show before, but they could have chosen a black British person. It is a thing that I have noticed. It's a world wide phenomenon it's not just britain but like this is a british show but like a lot of countries will use american racism as a way to like stand themselves apart like oh we don't do that and yeah it was completely different in america and it was probably it was worse but it doesn't negate the racism and the things that you did um and they use that when you started it <laughs> right, but also, but you, in many but ways. you hear. I've talked to British people who are like, we learn about the American civil rights movement. We don't learn about the British civil rights movement. We're like the same way that we are taught in America. Like, civil rights happened, and then yay, or like slavery ended, and then why are y'all still complaining about it? We stopped that. You know what I mean? Like that. Like yeah. there's no like lasting systems and ramifications for this, this 300 plus year head start that y'all got. They have the same failings in their educational system. And so this is the other part about having writers of color writing these episodes. It's like, I'm in my thirties and I'm still like scratching the surface of my knowledge about the, the history and system and like racist history of America. And so and that's because I had to wait until I got out of school and got around people that knew those things and got into like higher education and then people that were studying those things in higher education to even know that there was more that I didn't know. Right. And so you mm-hmm. have to get the people in Britain who know that there is more that is not like there are these all of these stories that are not being told to tell those stories. Right. And even yeah. in the episode, Ryan, you know, like. They introduced this, like, oh, Yasin Ryan's class was named after Rosa Parks. And, like, 
Ryan, the black one, didn't remember the details about what she did. He was just like, yeah, she drove the bus. First black woman to drive a bus. And it was just like, Ryan, like, precious no. bean, I need mm-hmm. you to chill. But it's, it, it, you know, it's it was such a real moment because that is what happens. Like, a black history is taught so singularly. For a day. <laughs> right. It's like taught so singularly. It's one section, one lesson, one book that you read. Maybe if you went to a school that was more inclusive, maybe you read a few more. But like it is so taught in isolation that like even kids whose history it was or who have a closer tie to it. You know, Ryan has a closer tie than Yaz does in terms of just like blackness. But like even kids who it affects don't it doesn't stick because of the way that it's taught to us. So it's like, even here in America, that happens where it's like, you forget about, you know, these people or what they did or the details. And it sort of is how the, the, the myth and what we were so concerned about of like Rosa Parks just being tired. And that's why this, you know, the but let's not started happened to us. Too, right. We were no, talking about saying. the myth of Rosa Parks being tired. And we were like, we knew that that was the myth, but we also didn't really know. Yeah. Like, cause I, cause I put in my notes when it happened, like, she, cause there was a moment where she's like, I can just, I can walk home. And I was like, no, you can't, you have an action that you're meant to take today. Right. Like, <laughs> don't. But like, it was kind of a mixture of like, they were planning and, and doing this, but then she decided like, this was the moment. And that wasn't like on the count cal- on the NAACP right. calendar that it was going to happen today. Exactly. But like. You you can overcorrect too and be like I know that that's a lie that she just got mm-hmm. tired, but right. then you, because you're overcorrecting, you're like she planned it, they plotted it. They said on six tight. o'clock on the bus. <laughs> the lawyer met her down at the at the jailhouse, like and and we marched at midnight, like, like because you you are you know. It's not ingrained. It's not like I don't know. I yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. So we like jumped right in, yo. That was crazy. We also didn't really follow the I agenda. Mean, like we have the, all of the some of the stuff is on the agenda, but we're still on the first item. Like we're before the first well, item we can, on the like, agenda. Well, we well we kind of have to skip around a little bit because some yeah. of the stuff we did talk about. Yes. Um So 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 the beginning of the episode. Well, not quite I was, the beginning. I was, I was like, I don't like it. Yeah, so not, not <laughs> well, I did, but at the beginning, I did like it because, you know, you know, me being a church girl, they were singing a song, like the gospel song that starts off the episode. They, it's they so church girl. But they what? did the British one. They didn't but, do the... Said, let's just say... Yeah, they said... going up yonder, right? Jesus. No. It was... If no. anyone asked you where I'm going. No. Oh. Uh, woke up this morning with my mind, with my my mind. mind. Yeah, yeah. but they said freedom instead of Jesus and I was like do we use freedom because I've never used that before said, or was that just like they, a BBC religion no thing? that's the that's when we that's what we do when we take our church songs to the streets yeah because right. I've been yeah. at protests yeah. 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 that's what I was assuming that it was like a protest alternate <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. but for me that was like oh we're really going it. here they didn't have no. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's one of them. Sorry, sure. the podcast that yes. y'all can't no, see me, right. but I was uh, swaying. That's one of them. That's shoulder bounce. That's one of them. That's one of them. Yeah, it needs a strong like, drum. Bangers. It needs a strong yeah. drum. Yeah. As, yeah. You know, former church um, drummer. <laughs> I, yeah. I also want to get out of the way these accents, though. Yes. Yeah. My God. Oh, my goodness. Um, I don't like. Yeah. This is a and lot. See, here's the thing. That. <laughs> let's just say it they were not good they were not good southern no. accents at all um no. but the thing is is that i can't 
I want to be mad in a in a in the black episode kind of way about it, but literally every time they come to America, never done it right. it's yeah, always no, a terrible I, Andrew no, Garfield I, trying to do this New York I, accent I, in whatever I, season I, that I, is. Every American accent I could is it better than Andrew Garfield? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So I was it was I wasn't mad at it. I was really just like, wow, this is just a it, it consistent was a Doctor Who thing. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a like, struggle. cool. Okay, cool. Like the say, over pronunciation, uh, but like with but the over like trying of trying to not pronounce the right syllables because yeah. British, you know Southern people drop a lot of syllables that British people don't. I don't. I was just. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. So rough. I will say this. I will say that. Like shout out to friend of the other podcast, Eliana. She was casting for um, Hermione Granger in the Quarter Life Crisis, and she said that, like, finding actors to get the accents right was terrible. She ended up getting a British <laughs> Hermione, which was, like, great, mm-hmm. because she said, like, the, it was very yeah, hard our, to get those accents. Our British accents and, aren't much better, so it's like... Right. No, and, like, not at all. We have, we, and, we, and we're used to, like, the British actors that make it over here... Are flawless. Are, are really good. So good. Doctor Who is still a British production TV show, and they yeah. will get and like it's it's hit that mark where they will get like these like I think there's some American actors coming stars. up. Yeah, yeah, they have uh, Mr. Big is coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they will get those people, but like to 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 flesh out an entire episode, yeah, they're no, going to not. It. So I, guess, I didn't even expect them to. Yeah, I just thought just, we just needed to acknowledge. Need to acknowledge. <laughs> I was like, it just yeah. needs to be an acknowledgement. I didn't expect them to do much better. I didn't. I wasn't even mad when I heard it. I was just like, mm-hmm, MLK is going to sound a little, a little. Uh, okay, it's fine. It's cool. I was really hoping Dexter that we wouldn't even just, have it. Okay, but we'll I, I mean, I knew. We'll when get it, there. Yeah. Well, but. yeah. Um, so, so not this isn't the exact beginning, but like towards the beginning with our, you know, with our friends they land in 1955 montgomery alabama and the tart because because again the tardis is taking the doctor where she needs to go because they she it was 14 tries i believe yeah and she couldn't get them to sheffield she said, she said nine and then graham said 14 and i was like damn graham way to be a narc yeah. <laughs> I, I think i think with the tardis because i'm i'm i you can tell when I like an episode of Doctor Who because then I want to keep watching and then I end up watching 11th Hour and I just keep going <laughs> there, which is what happened yesterday. But in um, 11th Hour 2, the TARDIS is, like, not... He's he's not able to, like, land when he thinks he's landing. And it's always a win. Have you noticed that? It's never, like, where. I like, yeah. Usually, I mean, it's low-key both. Because, like, they couldn't get to Britain. yeah. It wasn't Sheffield, 1955. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know, but I mean, like, I felt like she, this time the TARDIS was taking her to this moment. She was like, nah, something's fucking up in Montgomery, Alabama right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you need to fix it. But the problem I had with that for this time is that we've gone with the first episode where the TARDIS has gone completely. The second episode where she's like, oh, I thought I was going by myself to get the TARDIS. And now <laughs> you hear all of you are on this foreign planet. And then I still can't find the TARDIS. It's like, it feels like they're going, like. They're feuding. Yeah, as in, yeah. But I'm okay with the doctor and the TARDIS having a, a marital spat. <laughs> but I feel like Graham is going to be like, you don't know how to fly this thing. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm pretty, pretty sure he said. Right. That's but what like, he was and Ryan And Ryan was like, I didn't do it. Right. 
I think that Yaz and Ryan were more like, okay, well, we'll get there. We're in the we're we're, we're in the vehicle to get us there, and we can see that it can travel in time and space. Uh, like, yeah, like, like you're not right. lying. Yeah, right. We have, we've made it to Earth at least. Right, and also we know that like <laughs> it, it it you you found it and it had it was doing it was acting wonky, which is why we ended up on that weird planet in the first place, and why you know what I mean. So it feels like they're more accepting of her. Um, explanations and like what's going on and just like taking it in stride. My problem is, is that it sounds, it's, I took it and this might just be because I'm taking everything Graham says a little to heart and I'm mad about a all of it. A little salty, you would say, maybe? A little salty. It's a little, yeah, you know? A little parched. You have one, you have one too many crackers and then yeah. you need <laughs> some water. Right. Some water. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, Ryan provides the thirst. Like oh. But I don't want a season of him like undermining her authority or I feel like I hope it's not the whole season. I think it sounds like I mean, they know, get back they all have arcs. Next episode, so Yeah, they get back. And I feel back. like, you know, it's a whole arc thing with all of them. And his arc is that he is, you know, annoying and then hopefully we'll grow out of it. so i just want to say because like so my main beef with nas is not even true it's not my main beef but like my first beef with graham is that the doctor says we've landed in 1955 montgomery alabama oh here we go his first thought is elvis (laughs) just like a white man goodbye Goodbye. And for, like, especially in this episode, is like, hey, the kid, I want to call. I want to call me granddad. Is probably not safe here. His first thought is Elvis. But you want who also stole? Who also stole black music? Right. So. Exactly. It's like the layers on top of, this, of that. The layers on top on of that. But your first thought isn't like, oh, hey, maybe we, maybe shouldn't, we shouldn't stop here, here because Ryan is especially because we I had a very, I had a very weird consent thing happening that was making me upset because he was just like, this is my grandson. I was like, Ryan didn't say it was okay for you to go around introducing him as your he grandson. He is no well, longer he doesn't acknowledge you as such. Well, yes, like, okay, two things. I think the first is, oh no, I've lost it already. Um, but with regard to the consent thing, in that moment, it was important. Because it was a safety measure as opposed to a claiming, like a relational measure. I no, think in that moment. First, not the first time. The second time. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Which. I've already lost the other thing I was going to say. Sorry. Something about Graham and. Right. I don't know. And Elvis? Elvis? Maybe. I don't remember. Because that made me mad. I was like, you know what? And it wasn't even the episode's fault. Like, it just made. I, yeah. I felt like Joanne the Scammer was just like, just like a Caucasian. Like, that's exactly <laughs> what my brain was. <laughs> I was just like, word. <laughs> he just heard 1955 and then just skirted right over the fact that he's in the and America. South with America. A black, like Alabama's America. Who cares about where Alabama is? <laughs> but also, like, yes, absolutely. But also, like, specifically the Deep South. Right. Yeah. Right. Not that it wouldn't be dangerous in other places, just like also at the time. <laughs> oh, that's what I was yeah. going to say, especially because. We know that he specifically knows Rose's story because of Grace. Because like, of she talks about like, it all the time. She literally has a shirt that says the spirit of Rosa. And he wants to be like, 1955, why does that year sound familiar? Oh, Elvis. <laughs> As opposed like, to I the just, thing my wife would talk about, likely I'm a lot. Going to, I'm going to give him a pass because as a Anglo 
slash Francophile, who is painfully American, it is it is a thing where like like we've talked about when like everyone when you someone's like, oh I'm British, like, oh London, I love London. And they're like, we have more than that city. Like maybe right. I've never even been to London. You know what I mean? And when you talk to people, if you've ever talked to people who like not from America and you're like, I'm from here, and then they're like, What about California? And you're like, right, I'm from yeah. New York. Yeah. <laughs> have you been to LA? <laughs> Bitch, I said I'm from New York. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just a six like hour an amorphous- plane ride, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like it's when my like my my friends the Midwest came to my friends from the my friends from the Midwest came to visit me in San Francisco and was like, "Well, aren't we going to go to San Diego to see your mom?" Like, who, when, how? Yeah, you got ten hours to spare, and so it's it's kind of that thing where it's just like, oh, I know this like is this is American, yeah, it's vaguely, you know, I think it was that. Um, I was was all of it. It was all. It was of also that, like you know, like nineteen fifty-five like anywhere. Elvis as well. Like I, like the Montgomery, Alabama is really what popped. Like what was like, are you serious, man? But also just like as someone who has married a black woman and like someone as raw as Grace and clearly as you just said, like the spirit of Rosa on her shirt. Like and you're out here talking about Elvis. I'm married to a black girl, so I'm down enough. <laughs> can I just have? Can you just give me just Elvis? Elvis? No. <laughs> oh, no. decidedly um, cannot. So it just it it made, that made me mad. I was just like, I need you to leave. And also, like often, and like I feel like maybe we should save this for Ryan rants. Grace needed to be there, but we can go into that later. I but I do want to I do want to end this with saying that I I came to the conclusion watching this episode that like Graham's just going to annoy us because he shouldn't yes. be there. Yeah. So like well, we things that, that from jump. Well, no, I know, yeah. but I'm just like I I want to reiterate to the listener like if you think that we're nitpicking, yeah. <laughs> True, but <laughs> not, our, not our fault. But also, that was the first thing he said. And in my, he- I mean, again, I'm black. He's not. So in my head, I hear 1955 Montgomery, Alabama. My first thought is, okay, I'm gonna need some like, like, crap. Is my first <laughs> either let's dip oh. or like if we're stuck, then like how do I need to be moving? Right, mm-hmm. right. Like I'm immediately in that, and not in ooh Elvis. survival mode. Like you should. What? Elvis? And also, like, just Elvis is, like, a particularly... Sore spot for black people? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. So, yeah. so we, we land, and part of the reason that they're having issues is because there's Artron energy everywhere, which is, like, what the TARDIS is full of. It, like, helps with time travel and displacement. Is that true? Isn't there something else when they, when they, that one, that one phantom time, when they had landed in Cardiff to refuel... On I'm the pretty rift. sure it was Archon Energy, wasn't it? Was it? Called it was called Archon. It was Archon. Yeah, because I watched Boomtown like fairly recently. So yeah, so then the doctor's like, okay, so we have to like investigate. Um, and so we run into this person who is like just this white. He's like this weird white dude who's just be, who's walking around in his leather jacket, scowling at people, and, like low key stalking like, with a cool. stick, and like. His, he, his American accent for the time that he had it was pretty good, but that's because he was on Revenge. <laughs> oh, he's not American? He's, I assume he's Oh, he's not American. It. He's okay. British. Oh, okay. Um, and, yeah, sorry. He I, watched was a he lot British? of Happy Days. That's literally no, what he, he was, was like. He was American in the show, but okay. he is British. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he's had more practice. To, exactly. That's basically what I, yeah. So he was in Revenge. It was a good show for the first season and a half, and then... It was and what not, and that's not, why it's no longer yeah. on television. 
<laughs> yeah. But anyway, so this dude's name is Crasco, and he's very clearly shady. Um, we find out he had a stint in Storm Cage, which Sounds I believe was the same place. River. Yep, yep. River was there. He okay. has a... Um, he has a leather jacket. I was hoping she of, was like, do you know my girl? But Right, same. Get it. Right. Like, that was not the time. <laughs> what year was that? <laughs> 21st <Yeah>. century? <laughs> um, so yeah, so he's, so he, we find out he's from the 79th century, I believe. He is, he has a time vortex manipulator because, you know. All the people calling so, him diet or low rent Jack Harkness killed nine, me and gave me nine, life nine, at the same time. Jack. 99 cent um, Jack. I can't. Bayana called him 99 Cent Jack, and I was like, Who are you? she's scared 99 Cent? What is that? And I was literally thinking that, that she scared a ball of Jack Daniels, and it was 99 Cent. And I was like, <laughs> I missed the whole damn scene. And then Connie had to break it down for me, and I was like, oh, that makes way more sense. Very embarrassed that I didn't put two and two together. Fine. <laughs> So like so so we find out that this dude and like I had a feeling because I was trying to figure out like why is he why does he care so much about Rosa why does he care so much about like the buses or whatever and I was like is he just racist like is he just some like dude from the future who was like I hate black people so let's go fuck up the time for them like and yeah that was the case I kind of wish there was more to it like I yeah I don't know that I necessarily need more but I kind of wish there was more. I don't know if that's the best way to, uh, to explain yeah, what I'm I mean, feeling because it just was just like, he's just, I mean, I don't need like backstory of like, this is why he hates black people. Like someone attacked his family. Like, I don't need that kind of backstory, but I just like, he just kind of casually mentions that he killed 2000 people, but like never explains like what that was about or like, mm-hmm. Is it just him? Is it a community of people that he is a part of? You know, like some futuristic KKK. Like, what? I just needed just well, a little some bit in quotes, more. Lone wolf types. I think they had it right. much more like a lone wolf situation, which and I see how that would that's be maybe like. Maybe why? Maybe that's what it is. That's sort of yeah. like giving me pause about like. I just feel like he didn't have a lot of backstory, and yeah. I'm I'm waffling back and forth on whether I wanted more backstory because I don't want it to be like you know this is his this is why he's angry about it. Like there are just people who are racist and awful and that's part is fine. I just kind of wanted to know, like, like what's your deal, dude? Like we found out, yeah. all, you know, like in the Dylan roof was in all these, you know, uh, groups on, you know, Facebook and YouTube and like, you know, that kind of backstory stuff of like, what else were yeah, you doing I feel that. with this racism? I think for me, I was, I, I didn't not like it. Although I, like, I do get what you're saying. Cause I do feel like it was very like isolated and so in, in some too. ways, but I, but I, I liked it in that, um, one, it wasn't like, Oh, we have to save Rosa from some Daleks. <laughs> I feel like yes. that would be like, really? And, and then I also liked the time element of it. I felt like that was the main focus was time because we talk a That's lot about like a doctor can do there was as opposed the fires to, to Pompeii, racist, there's yeah. like episode there are episodes where they specifically and usually there are there's more going on but like there are episodes where they focus on like the nature of time and i think that that this was a cool way to explore that while also explaining it to the companions 
um, because this is their first time traveling in time. So like, or traveling at least in the past, it's still not clear what was going on in the last episode, <laughs> but um, mostly just cause space. But like, yeah. So I, I liked that idea while also making it a little bit different for us, for those of us who have like seen all of like, there are fixed points in there, like points that are in flux and all that kind of stuff. So like seeing him having, being like, okay, I'm just going to change this little thing and see what happens. If that yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that I, was interesting as like I, a con- Sure. Yeah. I did like that it was kind of surface or not surface, but just that there wasn't really an explanation because I do hate when there's like a, you know, I was accosted by a black person. Yeah, no, and I didn't that want that at all. Me, yeah. You know, and it's like, no, racism doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yes, Whether it's absolutely. like 1965 think- or the 79th century, it's like, mm-hmm. it just is a weird, not a weird, it's just this like, some they got something wrong. It doesn't make any sense, and then they jump around in hoops to like fit this ideology that doesn't that is yeah. dumb and doesn't make any sense. Yeah, um, and I think I did dumb. hope that there was more. There was going to be more of a what is the nature of rape? Like is Stormgate? Cage. I never thought that Stormcage. Sorry, I never thought the Stormcage was in on Earth before. No, and I'm like, is not. it on Earth? No. So then, it's where? Its Right, but like, is it like, but it's full of humans. So, like, what I is the nature necessarily of only race humans. relations? Oh, sure. But you know what I mean. Like, what is the nature of race relations in the 79th century? Because now we have, we know about aliens, and like, that was like one thing that I do totally agree with. That I don't know if you guys have heard this, but like, the, the fix, the thing that will fix racism is the introduction of aliens because we're tribal and we're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. We can't be fighting with each other. We got to fight the blue people. Well, or I guess that's what Doctor Who system. used to believe, but I would like them to stop that. <laughs> well, like, see, and I was and I was struggling because I was like, wow, this is a really bleak um, envisioning of, like, the future. But also, like, low-key, I kind of feel all, like yeah. that's probably what's going to happen. You know, I was kind of like, what we talk about all the time like, of, like, if the world in the future, as we've seen on every other Doctor Who episode, is somehow post-racist, how did we get there? Like, there's no ever, exactly. you know, like, it doesn't actually so make sense for them to be yeah. post-racist. And so, like, this is the first time that we've, experience a character in the, from the future so much theory who is, like real work that you can't yeah, even really put that you can't even really put it together so it's like finally this is the first time the show is like actually addressed that there is racism in the future and so i just you know i don't want them to explain like you know this is why but just like explore like what that means in the future uh, but mm-hmm. to counteract what i said um i do also i think it does help that he's not too much fleshed out because he's not the only racist villain in the episode. So like he shares that with, you know, um, fr- uh, everyone Frank, else. Fra- uh, mm, what's Blake, his name? James Blake, Blake, the snake James Blake. And, and the yeah. police officer. Which is like, it, James so, like, Blake is a musician. And yeah, I just feel like it's really unfortunate. His, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's his real name but, though. But yeah, so there was like, but there was, there was him, there was the cop, there was, and really the reason they focused on Crasco was because he was like actively changing time. And that was, they were like, no, you can't. And and like, I think he he did share his time with like Blake being super racist and them focusing uh on that and all. And I, for one, need to say it. I appreciate that. It felt very white male heavy, but I appreciate the diner woman who was, you know, kicking them out because white women did Mm -hmm. it too. 
Like, I and they're still doing it. And they're still doing it. So I, I it, it, it did feel very white male heavy, especially considering that the doctor is presenting as a white woman. But they sprinkled one person in there. Well, um, I mean, there was also the, the the when the woman who dropped her handkerchief when Ryan. But that was very much out. her husband. She, it was male heavy, but what I'm saying is that it very much embodied the way that like that dynamic work. Yeah, in terms of protecting yeah. white women. Yeah, yeah. Do you want? I wanted on? to. I I wanted to say this before we move on about the villains. Was I liked that there were the it was very. It, you very much got the sense that it was a system and the system was a villain as much as all of these individual people. Yeah, and James Blake like, being it's like, rule, it's just man. the way it is. Like, and I, and I hated, but I appreciated like, like Graham being like, we don't have that problem and having that kind of superiority, mm. which is like, yeah, you, right. you just ignore it. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> but because that is very much like indicative of how, racism works today where you especially in the bay area oh my god mm-hmm. just remember barbecue becky permit patty they were all in the bay of these like liberal we don't deal that does that is we are above that and being like no you're very much not and having that like in your face of like a surface level racism and then like the systems and the i'm just trying to keep the status quo i'm not a bad guy i just think that like I believe in tradition and traditional values or whatever mm. and the again the circles people talk themselves into to like keep the that, that system yeah yeah, yeah. uphold that system and I think that was one of my things with Graham too and like that was like the difference between the two of them was where like the doctor was very much like y'all are not safe you should go to the TARDIS or like make sure you do this or you know standing up to that cop but then not obviously didn't get the same kind of like it wasn't the same gravitas because she was a woman so like kind of having to deal with that for herself but like all of these things are happening meanwhile graham is like nah you won't die a couple more a couple more hours won't kill you or he's like oh we don't do that here or like oh elvis so it was like which i felt like as a writing choice was like good episode wise mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also like he could still go <laughs> sure yes but i also wonder <laughs> if that was a if it was like a, an actual choice like a yeah if they yeah, knew what too. they were doing or that is how they they write they write right write but then i also am um, kind of like now i want if we're gonna have that moment because we know we're gonna have that moment where ryan calls graham granddad or whatever like if we're gonna have that, that moment i think there needs to also be a moment where ryan is like yo you need to be out you need to check your privilege in a way that's like more than just i was married to a black woman yeah because it felt like Definitely. that was a lot of what he was doing this time yeah and and i think the thing that like so the doctor has a lot She's obviously she's more world. She's more glo- international. Galactic. She's more galactically yeah. aware and and exposed. But she also, um, and she's got time. She's like the oldest of them all. But um, she, I feel like there's a moment where she pretty much explicitly said when she was telling that like Yaz and um, Ryan asked them to go back to the TARDIS, or saying like if they wanted to go back to the TARDIS, um, and Ryan says like Rosa can't go to hide in the TARDIS. Um, Mm -hmm. But she was basically saying, like, I can put my body in between. Like, I can do so much. I can, I can move around. And using, and like, this is the thing that I want a lot of white people to hear in this. It's like, I can use this privilege Mm -hmm. for good. Mm -hmm. And I don't, 
And like, and sometimes to do that, you kind of hide in plain sight or whatever. But I didn't hear Graham kind especially, of that. Yeah. Yes, especially because in the climax when he's sort of realized. I don't. I felt differently about that. Yeah, I felt differently about that because I didn't um, read it as, and maybe we should wait, but I didn't really read it as like he was the guy who had to who needed the seat. I thought there were like more white people coming onto the bus after him, and that's why she needed to get up. But um, I feel like, as you're saying, he didn't. He was just very much like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be a part of this. I don't like this the whole time, whereas the doctor was very purposefully being like, this is how I'm supposed to use this body that I'm in um, Mm -hmm. in order to propel this really awful action. And I get that that's why, because, like, he has to see her get arrested and stuff, but it's like, and it's like the reverse of what your instinct as an ally would be. It's, (laughs) you know, like a wannabe ally of, like, what he thinks Yeah, for sure. Um, So there is that conflict there. Um, I don't think it was like he was the person, but she's saying if you get off the bus, there will yeah, be yeah. enough seat. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, I don't want to be on this bus at all. Right. Yeah. And so he's like, I don't want to be. And, and because when and they stopped, he was like, oh, yes, stop, right? right. He didn't even stop to count the seats. Yeah. In the way that the doctor was like on their way, she was like looking. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, and he's like, very much oh my like, god, you're a part of history. We were, we are on the bus. We were always <laughs> supposed to be on this bus. And he was like, nah, fuck that. I don't want to be on this bus. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, not like understanding, like they just did all this stuff to make sure that this thing happened, but he yeah. still wanted to have plausible deniability. Yeah, of, right. You know what I mean? Not like that there. wasn't easy. Or not having and to. I, and, I also, and he had that privilege to be able to say. Exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be bus. here where it's like Ryan literally got on the bus to increase the number of people on the bus in order to make the moment happen. Like he added himself into the situation. Whereas running around, whereas yeah, he was doing a lot. Um, whereas Graham was like, I want to erase myself from this. And Ryan was just like, Oh, y'all need more people. Let me add myself. But also it's the idea that I'm erasing myself from this narrative. Right. But also he has the privilege to do that. Right. Right personally can be like I had nothing to do with that Mm -hmm. and in this case he had physically like actually had something to do with it Mm -hmm. and so but him being like I don't want to do this it's like dude at this point you're here this is what you came here for he if he hadn't hopped up right would have been fine like not Mm -hmm. that it not that it he wouldn't have been there for it to happen but there would have just been a different person standing up but he was so eager to like be done that he made himself now, a part of the story. Now he's a part of the thing, right? Like he's yeah. a white man who like needs to be seated. God, like who needs to be seated. Yeah. So that that part was kind of like, like I I liked it in a like you know that moment where uh, where the doctor's like I caused Pompeii. So like in that sense, I mm-hmm. you know I was like okay I see what they're trying to do, but I also just felt like. I just don't like Graham, I guess. That's the sum of it, really. The the thing that I did not like about it was that we were supposed to somehow feel sympathy for the fact that Graham was that person. And I was like, fuck you. Right, yeah. I was yes, reading a thread close up on his eyes, like I don't. And he's like, I don't want to be. Yeah, yes. and I was like, I like, oh well, you are. I also think that there's a lesson in that, in that oftentimes white people don't want to be culpable, right? They don't want to. Like I personally didn't own you, right? <laughs> like my ancestors came over in the 
30s, not during slavery, right? So it's like the, you know, they're trying to keep distance. And then in the moment now where you have to like actually confront the fact that you are like actively a part of this system and then it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. And so I think in that way, that's important. I just, again, like, is that going to be explored further? Right. And I'm not feeling, I'm still not feeling any sympathy for him. You know, I don't feel sympathy. Yeah. I don't need it. Yeah, no, I, know, I'm just saying, I didn't need the I didn't need the close up and the <laughs> but tortured it's so funny eye because I was reading a Twitter thread of you know like people who are reacting and stuff, and one person was just like, "Oh, he was there was a moment for him. I wasn't focused on him. I was looking at Rosa." And so like I feel like you know we noticed it because we're just like, "Ugh, Graham, why is your yeah. face popping up?" We're like close watching, <laughs> and we're close watching, yeah, like, but we're, I think we're that doing it for this. yeah, for this, but I think that you know, maybe, you know, they did focus on him when they didn't actually have to, but I'm, I'm hopeful that a lot of audience members were focused on Rosa as opposed to that moment from Graham. And then, yeah. you know, being able to like, cause she was, was indeed given more weight. We just noticed his little, little blip. I, to <laughs> me, it was more, it was more of the, like, I, have this thing about Peter Jackson, which you guys are going to hate me about again, bringing up, but like, I, I don't, I haven't watched those other ones, but like he did his King Kong. It was like so heavy handed. You're going to feel emotion. I'm going to do a slow close up. The music is going to swell. The music will change while it's swelling. I'm going to give every single film school. This is how you pull emotion out of someone in this moment. And it's like, sometimes you just have to let the writing do that. And it needs to be more subtle. And I feel like that was my biggest thing and why I had that immediate reaction was like, I don't need the close up on Graham. I don't need the longing like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, you know. Like, well, I just I, felt like this episode was very heavy handed. Like, it, it was, it was. General, if the it was. whole episode was very heavy handed. And so like it did go along with that, but also because it was a Graham moment. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying that like, yes, it was a Graham moment. So I'm more annoyed than I normally would have been, but also it was a heavy-handed Graham moment. Mm-hmm. So they meant it. They very much meant for you to feel sympathy for him in that moment because it wasn't him, like, wrote up, like, it wasn't like the screen was on Rosa and he was in the background and, like, there was a, you know, a depth of field type of mm-hmm. thing where you can, like, see him and, you know, but she's still, like, taking up the majority of the screen. It was all his face. Mm-hmm. With the quiver, the lip quiver, and I was just like, <laughs> I'll give a fuck. Stand, like I don't, yeah. stand there and make this thing happen, and you get no sympathy from me. So, Rosa, like in as a in general, as a concept I, character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I no, well, so like I thought. I, it's funny because as I was like watching this, I thought about there were like lots of different Doctor Who episodes that I thought about, and so this one reminded me a lot of the Unquiet Dead and uh, Unicorn and the Wasp, mm-hmm. especially the end and when like it. after they've done the thing and they're like, look at her legacy, let's go mm-hmm. in far into the future. There's an yeah. asteroid, or like her book is being published a thousand million years after she like yeah. was alive. So like that Vincent part was very much yeah 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 Vincent Which too did yeah. The yeah, best. yeah. Yeah, like, so there was so there were like those moments. It felt like where we had that, which I thought was, I thought it was like very it like tracked with how Doctor Who handles historical figures. Yeah, um, so especially I, with I like, like the whole like everything's new, new audience, like new people coming into the show. Like this is a tradition. Like get used to how things, you know, like something that's familiar 
for Whovians and like is sort of, you know, I don't know what the word I want. Coding is not the right word, but it, it does fit um, in terms of like coding a new Whovian's brain into like, oh, OK, this is what happens when you go to the past. It felt right. very like for a very special, ep- not a very special episode. This one was definitely a very special episode the way that the Agatha Christie one and the Dickens one wasn't. But that when I you mean, go to a to a and Shakespeare even too, where you, when you go and the center of the episode is a historical figure that you know mm-hmm. and yeah. who has shaped who has shaped culture in some I way. Would, yeah. I would I would actually um, call those other episodes very special. Like this one's very special because of the race issue, but there was no. It does track with how they do treat historical episodes, where it's like count the references. Like that's mm-hmm. heavy handed. Yeah, it's tech- like yeah. there were fifty Agatha Christie book references, like title references in that episode, mm-hmm. and that's technically heavy handed. But they just couldn't have fun with it this time. So, like, right. I would actually say they're on par um, in terms of like how like overly like all right we get it it's agatha christie which i love that episode and i love agatha christie so it's like it's a thing that i'm able to enjoy easier because it is something that is light as opposed to something that is heavy but i do i do feel like it's the kind of the same weight it's just like all right but racism isn't fun like you can't make fun race right to me it wasn't a murder mystery yeah (laughs) to me it wasn't so much the like the references of it it was like it really was the Yaz and Ryan conversation at the trash cans. I was just like, which I appreciated, but I was also like, it's the way I feel about like Papa Pope and scandal where it's like, (laughs) that's a beautiful, it's beautifully written, but no one talks like that. And if someone broke out into monologue that often, you would be like, boy, what? Okay. (laughs) But And so no one talks in Agatha Christie quotes either, you know, like it's the same thing for me. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But I, yeah, sure. (laughs) I want to kind of go into the two things about the episode that we haven't really talked about, um, Mm -hmm. which was one, this is just purely, it needs to be said, the doctor is Banksy. She's totally Banksy. (laughs) (laughs) That was so good. That was so good. Especially Jody's face where she was just like, or am I? Or am I? (laughs) Just like, I love you so much. Or do I? Right. And I like that um, they were able to lace that like joke in there with like yeah. how heavy this episode was, like that and the Steve Jobs thing. Like, yes, it's a grand moment, but it was still like, oh, they found a way to put some humor in here. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> I literally like he did the Steve Jobs thing, and I was like, oh, Watercrest got jokes. Um, <laughs> but the and I kind of touched on it the racism speech, but like the Mexican jokes with Yaz. Like, that felt like at the first, the first time it was like, okay, they're ignorant and like, they don't know, like there are, they don't, they're not exposed to Pakistani, South Asian people. So they just assume Mexican, like, and it kind of like, like the smirk of it all, which you do get, like that happens in real life. And like, someone is so ignorant about something. And then you're just like, you're like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Like that does happen with cultural ignorance like that. But then they kept doing it, and then even Yaz was, like, kind of like, oh, I guess I better just sit my Mexican-American self down in the white section, like... She said South Asian-Mexican, which I feel uh-huh. like is slightly different, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just, like, the, the fact that they continued it, like, it was a running gag, like, Banksy, or, like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, it just bothered mm-hmm. me, because it was, to me, like, this is, like, a very serious episode, and it is about, like, the 
you know, and she does, and, like, they did want to acknowledge that, like, there is a difference between what Ryan and, and Rosa, Rosa are going to deal with versus what Yavin's dealing with, and there are degrees into which the, like, you can walk and exist in this in this Jim Crow world, but the, the third, fourth mention of it to me was more, like, minimizing and and, like, dismissing the fact that, like, Mexicans and Mexican Americans definitely have their own stories and their own struggles that happen in this world. And like, yeah, this is not that story, but it's not, I don't know. It was kind of like, well, at least I'm not black. You know what I mean? But it's like, okay, but that doesn't mean that they don't have their own, like, that's Yeah, some, I thought, I didn't, I didn't I don't know. like that. I, I, felt, I, like, I felt like maybe there it. was like one too many times mentioned, but I did feel like they were trying to explore the fact that like, Yaz isn't black but also that the situation is not black and white because i feel like oftentimes when you think about that like about jim crow you think black people white people and so her having to be like i'm not fully sure where i fit in here but also knowing that i very much don't belong and i like like, that that what they were yeah and i appreciate that that's what they were trying to do i just felt like the second or third time because it was not i don't know if it was really played for laughs that that last moment when she's like decides that she's going to sit in the white section they had already done like kind of two or three mentions of it. And then she's like, well, I guess I'll just sit my South Asian Mexican self in the white section. It was like, I don't know. I wish I would have taken better notes about it. Cause now it's like, whoop. but it felt to me like I get what you're trying to do, but that was in poor taste. Oh, I didn't really um, feel that way. Cause I feel like as someone who is often, uh, who used to live in Washington Heights and people would come up to me and speak Spanish. Cause I'm very light skinned and you know, oh, no one knows, how, aunt, to, no one knows how to be racist against me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, I felt like, yeah, I just was going to make this joke about it because there's nothing else I can really do. Like I didn't feel any kind of way about it. And I think it was rule of three. <laughs> yeah. I get, I got what they were trying to do. I just felt like they they stepped their foot on the gas a little too much. Both sides and the cinematography were on point. This is a pure I'm a film nerd thing, but whoever like beyond beyond the director, whoever was a cinematographer for this episode, you get a standing ovation. Um I did not like the use of Rise Up. I think it is No. I think it, the problem mm-hmm. is that it's been overplayed in America and someone on Twitter was explaining like she's a Scottish black you know singer and so like that's probably why they you know felt like oh this is an inspiring song and it's a black brit like cool but every single american tv show has used that song at some climactic yeah. moment especially to do it with was like and black people and i'm just like it and then the show necessary. literally never uses modern music like exactly. the last time was like season one or something like it just felt like when do we use modern Heavy music, especially handed. in a back, mm-hmm. in a, especially in a flashback episode? Like we couldn't find a period appropriate song. Like there are plenty. Like that's where I mean, we the whole, opened with the the thing, spiritual. Right. We could have closed with the spiritual, right? Mm-hmm. Like so. That's yeah. I needed to get that out because I was. We just shall like, overcome one day. One day, right? right. And it would have been heavy handed, Martin. but at least you would have been like, okay, yes, of course. Because obviously, especially you use if that, you introduce anything. Martin, you go have to use. We shall overcome. Like Mahalia Jackson was right there, but also I have to remember that they don't have the they might not have the money for the rights to those songs so like there are lots of levels to this but i still there's probably a song they could afford that they could have used that was period appropriate and wasn't yeah okay anyway ryan rants and raves i will say this about ryan is that i i 
at the end of this episode, I was like, you know what? Age ain't nothing but a number. <laughs> and so you have even more. It's like now it's you and Ty and me. I'm going to get over it. Yes. I'm going to get over it because they have, yes. when we go to, and Yaz, but, you know, um, when we go to the Yaz's big story, I think that's when, um, what's his name? I made a whole appreciation thread about him. Oh. Y'all know who I'm talking about. He was fine. He's on the little, like, special guest montage thing. And I was like, who yeah. is you, sir? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Ryan, Ryan is just—he's—he's he's adorable. And adorable. I, and I felt like this was his best, like, episode. Like, well, if it's, well, if it's you know, sort of like a three and three and three, that makes sense because yeah. this is the climactic, you know, scene for him. Yeah. Now I'm realizing that the, we said it last week, but like it hit me again that the last three are going to be Graham, Seven, three, and nine. then yeah. and then the finale is somehow all of them, but like. And the doctor. Those last three. But yeah, no, so I just, I really, I appreciate, like, I think he was kind of kind of like, like that conversation behind the trash can with Yaz, where he was talking about, like, having to contain his anger and, like, always having to do that. And, like, this being harder, obviously, because you have to deal with, like, much more overt, like, racism, but also acknowledging that, like, this isn't the first time, like, my grandmother had to teach me and, like, keep telling me, like, hey, you you can't like react in this way all the time him like fanboying over uh martin luther king and rosa and he's just like and calling yes, them by their full names oh my god i was like if you don't stop with this bullshit it was so cute it was so cute it was so good he was black he was like yes martin luther king i'm sorry rosa parks she, he said her full name. Oh, and was, government. And, he, and she looked at him like, Boy, if yeah, you don't get over this coffee. <laughs> that is my full name. Yeah. My whole government name. Um, and I also like that, like, I also like that we got to see, like, some of his uh, character traits that so far have been like a, dude, are you serious? Like, actually work out. Like, him touching the little, the, the pod in the first episode and, like, oh, yeah. him being like, ooh, can I press these buttons? buttons or like can i enter this race and everybody being like no you can't chill and then, and then this time the doctor being like don't touch that vortex displacement time or temporal displacement thing and he touches it and then he saves the day right like so i thought that is like an arc was look cool. at the character consistency the character development look at these character character traits following from one episode to the next like wow like what Wow. We, we haven't had this in a while. It's been, it's been three episodes only, and we already know who he is as a person. Wow. And it hasn't been weird. But my whole, been my whole thing, again, I'm sorry to be a downer, is like, are we going, is, is it next season, if he comes back next season, he better come back next season. Is, or is he still going to be this person? <laughs> because I that's feel, been I my biggest yes. thing. I think and yes. And I, I feel, I feel, I think yes as well, because he, I Chris Chibnall because is decidedly not Moffat. <laughs> and that is, I think, a, a Moffat issue, yes. Uh, but because it, it wasn't an issue for other showrunners, right? Or the other, <laughs> <laughs> the only other one. But I do think that, like, when Ryan saw that time displacement thing, like we all knew. Oh, like, I knew it was going to get, it. and was he like, was it's like, no way. And he he's looked, not picking that up. He looked just like every like toddler <laughs> child who was like, "That's going to be my toy. That's my toy." <laughs> 
and you like and so when it happened I was like of course but it was also adorable yeah yeah and I also like that it was the it was a moment too where he used a weapon and it like worked out too like yeah. given last time with the gun and that was some did not you know and then also it didn't work out the way that he thought it would when it did work out he said Nice job, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. And that's what I'm in love with this so nerd. Cute. You have like the best ever. Yes. This is nerdy as shit. And I am <laughs> And then he was like and then he was like, move the car, Ryan. Get the yeah. car. And I was like, he is adorable. Like psyching himself up, he's like, all right, gotta get white people on the bus. Then not a little no white people on the bus. Like, no. <laughs> All right. This He's like, they don't want to talk to me, but I got to do it. I got to do it. All right. Let me run around. And then, and then he got a car and it's just like, okay, I, I can do this. I'm doing it. I did it. Yes. All right. Oh. Mission accomplished. Um, awesome. Side note to Yaz in that she also, ha- I like also her um, character, character consistency in that, like, you know, Rose is like, well, what are you doing back home? Like, what do you want to be? And she's like in charge, which goes mm-hmm. back to our sorting her in Slytherin in her first episode. Cause she's just like, listen, I already know what I want. I want to be in charge. Right. Thank you very much. Um, so I appreciate but it's that also a, that. like I need you. You want me to be in charge? Like yeah. I'm. I like I'm yeah. looking around at the the roster here, and trust me. Oh, and then this is this is this is also a yes thing. But you know, we might as well just start talking about them together. Um, yeah. But I'll at the be beginning out. of the episode, um, when the guy comes for Ryan, like slaps Ryan, she like gets in his face because her police officer instincts. And I was very like, wait, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Because they don't trust you either. No, 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 don't do this. You're not in uniform. Don't do this. But like, I, you know, like she immediately stepped in like she would in the present day in her job she was just like all right like she like blocked him even though she's like tiny and it's just like no come on calm down like you know as you know everyone else kind of dealt with ryan and i appreciated that small moment of like oh look at you like and can we just talk about the fact that when they climbed through the window and she was talking about how she hadn't done that to so and so and ryan said was punching, punching a above the class, and she oh said, "Oh my god!" She said, did "Well, wait, did you accidentally pay me a compliment?" And he was in his head, was like, "One no accident." He said, "Oh, no accident." It was no accident. One no accident. You do that bit, yes. Don't be out here trying to act brand new. Well, she, right. you know, she was trying to play coy. You know, I see her. I see her game. I see it. I peep game, girl. She was right. just like, "Let me find out. Was that on purpose?" I know it was on purpose, but let me just find out how he gonna react. And then he kind of yeah, dropped the ball right a little bit, but you know. You no, know, let me just say that as like someone who has had to deal with with Bill and Heather, and they're they're clubbing. Who's had to deal with Clara and whatever was happening with Danny, and, and the then doctor. also Both to versions. be and also to be like reading Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince like for our other podcast, like to see a, a, a like at least starting like the seeds of a developing romance in a way that makes sense has been refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the lack of love triangle that's about to go down. And, and it's like refreshing. two people of color. Listen, like, there's just so many who are age appropriate. Age appropriate. Going through like, like sharing, sharing over together. They're sharing just, like, life experiences that would bring those teasing. people together. They're just it's it's beautiful and I love it. I'm happy. I'm also, I died when sailed. Ryan walked up to that white man with his with his fist out like he was going <laughs> with his fist out. That's talking about what's up, blood. What up, blood? I was like, are you serious? When he said, "What's up, blood?" I. 
<laughs> I died. I died. He was I'm like, cool. oh, I'm playing the uncomfortable. I'm going to make, like, I already make you uncomfortable. Let so me use some let's 2018 play. Let's just go. Right. <laughs> he like, shoulder. He was like, hey, what up, what? What up, <laughs> homie? <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> yeah, that's my granddad. Fist, fist out, like. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, no, no. Okay. You know what? I, you but I think that that was also right, very yeah. relatable because it's like it's the one time where you get permission to like agitate back, agitate back, right? And like to do it he, where like, you also you the know shoulder. the shoulder. He like right. he let Graham walk up first. Graham was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. look, it's just me." And then it was just like, "Oh," and then there's my grandson. And Hobie turned around like, "Oh crap! Like, oh, oh god!" <laughs> Like that was coordinated. You're, you know it was. Yeah. Like, you got there first, and I'll come right behind you. I messed with that. <laughs> it was so yeah. good. It was Love so that. good. That was um, great. And then you know we got to talk about the fact that every as everyone knows, including Graham, who said it, Grace should be here. And then <laughs> instead, um, but I do I do like the way that Ryan was able to like diffuse the moment for himself, like in a character sense and not like we don't like Graham sense um in a character sense he was able to sort of like deal with his feelings on it and like you know it just felt like a very real moment of like nah she would have she would have caused a riot like because she right. cause she would have and it's like look look that's what I love about her but also I would actually not want her here because she would literally cause a riot and we can't right. have that we right now made it. and it we felt like it. it felt like what any of us would say about our like fiercest grandparent where it's just like man if, if grandma if nana was here right now oh boy you know what she'd we be doing be and like, bell money. right and it's like <laughs> that like low-key embarrassment you feel but like pride at the same time where it's just like dang mm-hmm. i wish she was here but also i'd be so embarrassed if she was <laughs> so exactly. i thought i enjoyed that moment in like in universe but yeah in real life i, I like that grace would have been able to I handle also, herself and it would have been yeah fun. I like that. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm like, I like that part, but I also like, and you know, we've been saying this since the beginning, like it should be Grace. And I think in this episode in particular, especially because she got brought up so much, it's like, you know, Rosa Parks is her hero. Like she, all these people like Ryan reveres because of her. Um, And then Graham knows these people because of her. Right. And so like we, it's just it just felt like if we had had like a black woman there and like especially an older black woman and i still think that that like dynamic of like grandmother and grandson would have been really amazing and so i just as i was watching it i was very much like separate and also like included with my annoyance at grandma it was also just like i really felt like that was a missed especially because she was old enough to have been alive when that was happening, either as a baby or, like, a toddler, like, I don't remember how old her character is supposed to be, but it was only, like, what? It would have been, a, it would have, like, her parents would have yeah. right. experienced that, like. Yeah. It would have it would have been a living history moment for her. Like, in yeah, the same right. way, like, I was obsessed with, like, Woodstock and stuff growing up, and my dad was like, oh, I remember when that was on television. I was like, <laughs> What? Listen, my dad was like, I was, listen, my dad was like, I was in the building when they shot Malcolm X. And I'm like, there's no, what, 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 what? But like, it was like a big thing. It like, it wasn't like it was an intimate space where it was just like, oh crap, you saw that. But it was just like, he was just close enough. I don't remember if he like maybe left or if he was there, like, or maybe the after, like, it was something where it was like around the time. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, can you just start over? Cause you just didn't. Or just, like, the fact that, like, our parents are old enough to have, like, seen or attended, as my dad said he did, the March on Washington and, like, that kind of stuff, where it's just, like, yeah. 
This stuff did not happen that long ago. No. Nope. <sighs> 50 years, it's not that long. Well, I guess, what is it, 60 now? 60, yeah. 60. Um, but still, not that long. Um, I think the other thing that I really enjoyed, and this is like my last kind of Ryan rant rave, the way in which he's dealing with this, like, oh my God, this is really real, right? Like, this is like, it's overt, it's dangerous. This is what I've read about in school, but also like the pride, like when he sees Rosa Parks and when he has Martin Luther King, like that ties him more to his nan and like, mm-hmm. now I understand. It's like when I, like, again, I opened, how we opened this conversation, when I went to Montgomery, Alabama with my grandfather, like, when I saw this episode even, I missed my grandfather because, like, I have, a like, a emotional mm-hmm. tie to it that is, like, personal and not just, like, something from a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I have all these, you know, like, he had all these conversations with Nan, and now he's in this space that they've talked about. And so he can, like, really visualize. And so I appreciated that. It was a, yeah. it was a like, you know, he he says the joke of, like, she she would have started to write and stuff. But it was also, like, a wistful, I, I miss, like, I'm getting to the point now where, like, I'm not just feeling grief. I'm feeling, like, I don't know what that is above, beyond grief. That, like, you know, sense of connection and yeah, remembering good times or something like that. Yeah. It would, wouldn't it be so great if, like, Grace were alive, but, like, in the present? And, like, he was like, I can't wait to go tell her. That would have been right. so much or better. Right, or just on the TARDIS. I just feel like y'all are grasping for the bare minimum and, like, <laughs> put her on the TARDIS. <laughs> we're just asking for scraps. We're just asking for, like, come on. Ice chips. Cloud <laughs> is like, nah. <laughs> Call a thing a thing, beloved. All right, so quotes. From the TARDIS? We don't serve Negroes. Good, because I don't need them. Ryan. By the way, <laughs> he's so reckless, but I was like, like so mm-hmm, reckless. Yeah, like, right. he wasn't wrong. That, not like it, that is like, I don't know. I don't know if y'all, because we just talked about our crazy aunts and whatever. I have a crazy uncle all do. who tells a story about saying that, and I believe him because he is <laughs> that dad, reckless. That's the kind of thing my dad would say. Absolutely. Um, so I was also like, you telling dad jokes now, Ryan? And also like, no, bro, you just got punched in the face. Like, Literally. Like, <laughs> I calm down. The doctor head. said we like, have to still be here, and you already tried it. Like, Rosa right. said, don't get lynched. And you said, let me tell this white woman again that I don't eat mm-hmm. black people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also, it was a fire line. It, it was. was a fire line, but it was fire also delivery. But also, I clenched so hard. You're not old and black. Like, an older black guy could have probably got away with that. Listen, like, an old and tired. Era, he just knew I what era like, he was I in. Was, yeah, yeah. I was both, like, laughing and also extremely nervous. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's, like, possible where, like, your body is real tense, but, like, yeah. it's also funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, God. It's easier for me here. It's more dangerous for you. So, again, just the doctor, like, actively acknowledging and not having to be reminded, too, that, like, she's... Traveling with people of color. Right. Don't chill the vibe, Graham, which, like, whoo. Evergreen. 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 We're not harboring anyone who doesn't have a right to be here. Um, I saw that and I was like, I love a semantic. Right. (laughs) Right. And then it was the other, the other thing she said, too, was the same thing. Um, uh, Oh, I don't recognize anyone by that description. 
Which mm-hmm. is also in the, the same, like, don't talk about my friends that way. Like, they belong here. I don't, I'm not going to subscribe to your language even as I, like, have to play along and sort of not agree with you, but um, camouflage myself into this uh, era. Yeah. But while still resisting the language. Mm-hmm. I love, as, as Robin said, I do love a good semantic, like, for real. Boom. Don't do that. <laughs> Which is funny because. Which reminded it, me of yeah. who the man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I was going to say it reminded me of um, Rose and Martha, Martha and, Donna and Donna all um, trying to speak whatever language was happening, like whatever they era they were in and, the, and 10 going, don't, no, don't, don't do no, that. Please don't, that. don't do that. Barely. They're fairly for <laughs> Egads. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't do that. She's like, pip, pip, cheerio. It's <laughs> like, mm-mm, not necessary. And nice one, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, so good. I Let me to, just, I uh, all right, now I have to go, now I have to drive this car. Okay. All right. I did it. All right. Woo. <laughs> just like Save the, the out day. of breathness. The out of breath. You popped up on the bus and like, I guess you got rid of your boy. <laughs> he did, though. Um, I do appreciate that he got to, like, the doctor didn't do anything. You know, like, she wasn't involved in the, like, climactic. She was, like, there for, you know, obviously Rosa, but she wasn't the one to get rid of this, like, awful racist um, villain. And, like, mm-hmm. the moment for Rosa was all about Rosa, even though they tried to sprinkle a little graham cracker crust on there. Um, so, like, she, I appreciate that she didn't really do anything, especially in that Ryan got to be the hero in this particular episode and for that particular, and, like, to send that particular villain away. I do wonder where exactly he sent him, because he said I know. as far back as you can go, but, like, what does that, like, what what was that set for? What does that mean? We've seen I mean, the beginning you know, of the universe. Dinosaurs. But like, but like, is <laughs> it dinosaurs or is it like whenever that little spider creature from that Donna episode was born, like, or put into the oh, center of true. the earth or whatever? Like, how far back does it really mean? Um, is it before the earth existed? I just have questions because I wonder if we'll see him again, basically, is what yeah. I'm saying. Um, I wonder if they set up that demise for him to return or is it just because like none of the villains have wait am I forgetting last week Um, none of the villains have died yet yeah 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 there wasn't a villain to die last week it was yeah there was just the race and that guy who kind of was just like a jerk and just like snapped a tent away so like none of the villains have died so I'm curious if because you know they're trying to set up a new like villains you know rose gallery basically for 13 and obviously we'll see some old ones coming back but i wonder if the reason why they're not killing them off so far is to introduce them or like to have us speculate of like oh if we don't kill any of them off they'll wonder which ones will come back (laughs) um so i wonder how far they sent our our racist man and if we'll see him again um cool so check out blackgirlscreate.org um, where you can find writing and podcasts and lot of just stuff. Um, follow and if you want to write for us, submit. Yes. To the Critical, Critical Companion. Follow us on Twitter, at We Black and Nerds. Uh, use the hashtag Tarbis to talk about Doctor Who things. Um, join our Slack, where we have a channel dedicated to conversations about Doctor Who. Rate and review us on iTunes and where podcasts are found. 
Um, and Tarbis is a part of Hard Knock Media, which is the Nerds of Color podcast network that includes podcasts such as Hard Knock Life, Southern Fried Asian, DCTV Classics, Ask Bye Girls, They See Geek Girls, We're Not All Ninjas in that moment. Um, you can check out our podcast and all of these podcasts at hardnocmedia.com. Thank you guys for listening. I hope we met your expectations. And if you have other questions, you can reach out to us on um, the Twitters, as she said. And you can join us next week when we discuss episode four, Arachnids in the UK. The black girls have the box.